Everything is permissible, but is everything beneficial? If everything is black and white, is there ever any gray area? And what can we learn from standing in the middle? This week, Cody and I are talking about recent events in pop culture and why polarizing views can cause a lot of grief. We talk about why extreme perspectives on either side of the fence can be destructive, the deeper meaning behind current sex culture, and why we need to be mindful of what we are teaching the younger generations to come. When we peel back the curtain, we find there is often deeper meanings behind our actions. So what influences these decisions and how can we learn from our past experiences? There's a lot to unpack in this episode, so let's dig right in. We are for the spiritual nomads, the outcasts, and the ones who desire to ask the hard questions. A shelter in the desert, a safe place to share our thoughts, our hopes, and our dreams. We are pursuing the truth, and we don't care about the answers. We invite you to come and sit at our table and be a part of our tribe. We are brave. We are bold. We are the Reckless Pursuit. Hey everyone, my name is Cody. And my name is Elaine. And you're listening to The Reckless Pursuit. And today I am going to let Elaine rant. No, we're, we're going to be talking about something that has been prevalent. It's As kind of, today. <laughs> well, actually, the thing I want to push into, which okay. I didn't even tell you what we're talking about, no. I know. Uh, I, I really want to push into something that I've noticed the past couple months, few months maybe. And it, it involves some stuff that happened today. Uh, but more so, it involves just a mindset that I, I've just kind of become aware of that I feel like not a lot of people are talking about. And it ties back into an episode we did not too long ago that was one of my personal favorites, especially lately, and it's uh, it was the one about sitting on the fence and like how a lot of things we see both perspectives and how it's good and healthy to see both perspectives. So today, I'm going to do something uh, to start this episode that is exactly opposite of what we have been accused of doing in the past. Uh, I've had people accuse us of church bashing before, um, because we call out random stuff that goes on in the church. Well, I'm about to call out something on the opposite side of that perspective or that spectrum, calling out deconstructionists, uh, specifically for feeling like everything on earth is, uh, I guess this, like there is no, how do I want to say this? A lot of times whenever we stray away from one thing, whether that be a political ideology or a spiritual ideology we end up swinging the pendulum so far the other way, or I guess another way of saying it is I don't really like looking at pendulum as much as I like looking at uh, the analogy of a scale, and we push down so hard on the other that we swing the entire mechanism out of balance the other direction. And I feel like this is dangerous. I feel like a lot of times this is maybe somewhat necessary to grow, and I understand like Sometimes you have to rock back and forth a little bit before you find your stable footing on, on the ship of life or however you want to word that. But the goal is balance. The goal is not to swing the polarity the opposite way. Go ahead. Well, that kind of goes with your globe analogy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, of course. Like if you go too far one way, you actually are just right back where you mm-hmm. started. Like a hardcore, you know, right wing extremist yeah. and a hardcore left wing extremist are actually on the same side they've went so far around they're not on opposite sides anymore they're actually back where they started like everything comes full circle and so i really feel like 
uh, people who have been through church hurt and everything need to hear this. And I'm, I'm going to be frank. I feel like we do a lot of talking about uh, basically like how to grow and all of that. Well, this is part of growing. And part of growing is realizing that you don't have to be aggressively opposed to everything. You don't have to aggressively attack things. Uh, and it's okay to stand for what you believe in. But it's also okay to have areas where you just feel like that's too far. And sometimes that's personal. Sometimes that's not. Just because we go through deconstruction does not disqualify the reality that there is such thing as sin. And, of course, sin is a nature. It's a mindset. We've talked about that before. And that's exactly what I'm still referring to. There is still a mindset of sin. There is still such a thing as going too far where you've crossed into an area that is no longer beneficial. And that goes to what Austin Fletcher, and of course he pulls this from the Bible, uh, but something he says all the time is all things are permissible, but not all things are beneficial. That's so freaking valid. Now, Elaine, would you like to care about, uh, care to share what your rant has been about lately? And then we'll kind of explain why this has been, got brought up. Yeah, I don't really know where to start with it. Um, I guess like, so I've been kind of seeing some memes the past couple days. Um, and originally I didn't know what it was, but it was like WAP, WAP. And it was just random memes about random stuff. And I was like, what is this? I keep seeing this. And I've seen it for like the past two or three days. And last night, somebody on my Facebook friends list had shared this thing about Cardi B's latest song, WAP, and how we're exposing the young generation to toxic mindsets and that we are telling kids that it's okay to have this type of language and all this stuff. And so I was very curious and I looked at the lyrics and in my opinion, they were the most vulgar lyrics that I have ever read in my entire life. They're very, not only were they misogynistic, they were sexist, they were vulgar, they were heinous, they were violent, they were just all around horrible. Like it literally made my stomach hurt. Like I wanted to throw up reading this. And I was like, wait, this is the number one downloaded song right now. This song is all over TikTok. There's challenges, there's whatever to this song. And I'm not going to physically verbalize what the letters stand for, except for the first one, it's wet. That's as far as I'm gonna go. But use your imagination or look it up, don't, whatever. And it just really messed with me last night. And I just kind of felt disoriented. And like I was in the shower and I was just like, this really messes with me. This really bothers me. And I woke up this morning with this urge to share my feelings on this song. And I had a, sh I had a video on TikTok and it was how this song promotes rape culture and, and how it promotes sexual objectivity objectification of women and just how women have been sold this false narrative that they that their only asset the best part of them or the only good part of them is their sexuality and it wasn't anything against cardi b or the actual singers of the song but the toxicity behind the message of that women are only good for sex whether it's what people can do to them or whatever you want you want to say it's just all toxic and there's a lot of toxic masculinity and there's even toxic femininity in that 
you know, males aren't just to blame for this type of thing. It, it's not an either or. Like, men have had their fair share of horrible music, too, and their fair share of wrongful things that should not be in the music scene or any other scene, for that matter. And it just really irks me and really hurt me. So I posted this video. Of course, I was met with so much flack and a lot of, be, be, I guess one, because people felt like I was attacking them and maybe I didn't articulate it the exact way I felt it in my spirit. And I'm still going to do a couple more videos on it and explaining that. And it was just so disheartening. Some of the comments that I was getting had nothing to do with the actual song or my whole point, mind you. And I've, for the most part of today, I have just felt so down and like my mental health has not been okay. It just hasn't brought me joy, these comments and everything. And it just, I've had thoughts of, well, I'm just going to scrap this and never talk about this stuff again, because obviously I'm just going to go back into my world where nobody really cares about me and I don't get views on anything because I just talk about wholesome stuff. But I've always wanted to be known for what I am for, never what I'm against. But in order to do that, sometimes you have to expose the negative thing. And I, I feel like sometimes that can relate to sin. A lot of times you focus too much on sin nature. But I do feel like if there's an issue, you should address it. There, If there is a problem, you should address it. And I guess the biggest thing to me that was kind of heartbreaking, aside from what we're teaching men, women, and children, and all of that stuff about sex, culture, and everything, is that a lot of people were using me against myself and how I stand on most things because there was a few comments where people said they expected better from me. And I kind of took that to heart because I was like, what does that mean? What do I normally promote if people are surprised that I made this um, statement, this just bold, brave and reckless statement and everything. And I've just really been mulling all that. And a lot of times Cody and I, you know, sit on the fence about things because we see both sides. We see the both beauty and flaw in both whether it be in everything yeah, in everything yeah and there comes a point where there are some things that i'm going to have a harder stance on and that i'm going to feel more passionate about and this is one of those things well and that kind of is the whole thing all things are been or you know permissible but not all things are beneficial this song is kind of the epitome of that now let me come in here with my outsider's perspective uh uh, I don't listen to like modern music at all anyway. Like I couldn't tell you, you any <laughs> song that's on the radio. I listen to instrumental music almost exclusively. Like I'm in my own little bubble when it comes to music and I produce music. That's literally what I do outside of podcasting. So uh, I, I put in what I want to put out and that's kind of how that works. So whenever Elaine was telling me this song initially before she ever did anything, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go look up the lyrics on it. Or I, did, I didn't want to look it up. But once she started kind of poking and pride, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go read the lyrics. So I think the portrayal that a lot of people are coming to the defense of this song is saying that it is okay because uh, it is basically fighting back against like all the songs by men that have basically said the same thing yeah. toward women. And this song is a woman saying it toward a man. Now, there's a lot of sexual things in this song that are like, I guess, stuff that it's private between her and whoever she's sleeping with. Husband, she's married. I so, yeah. I mean, it's her and her husband. Uh, and that's that's their prerogative, you know. If they're into some of the stuff that they say they're into, there, that's their marriage bed. Like that's not my place to come in and say anything about that. Uh, the issue that I did see 
uh, immediately, which there's a lot of really rough stuff in this mm-hmm. song lyrically, uh, especially for younger audiences. Like, should not be listening to this. I'm sorry. Like, you just shouldn't be. But there's a lot of calling of basically like everyone in this room is a whore, including me. And kind embracing of, it. Yeah. And like, I'm happy I'm a whore. Uh, there's this other stuff of like, I'm only married. I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but not vastly because I'm not a rapper. So I don't exactly remember the exact terminology the way they said it. But uh, I'm sorry. It's like the widest, most like old person thing to say. That's ever. Okay. But like, that's just me. I'm sorry. Um, <clears throat> so I think that like there was a, there was, a, or I know there was a part where she was saying like the only reason she's basically married is not because she can cook or clean, but because of what she can like do, do with, do with certain things of her body uh, you know, she's married, uh, because she needs someone to pay her debt, her tuition. Yeah. Her tuition and her credit cards and stuff. So like, okay, so there's some, there's some big issues here that we're starting to see. Like, is this permissible? Sure. She can go and do that if she wants to, but is that beneficial? No, you can't really defend that. If you like being choked and spat on whenever you're having sex, I mean, that's not my, like that sounds, that's pretty out there. And Something that I keep thinking back to is just because it's consensual, that doesn't mean it's good. So just because it's permissible, that doesn't mean it's good. Right. Yes, they can ask for that. Yes, they can think that they want that or believe that they want that. And that's the other thing, too, is a lot of this stuff we come to the defense of because it's opposite of what we've been taught. Like a lot of us are fleeing from purity culture. We're scared of purity culture because of the toxicity that's come out of that. Let's be honest. There's a lot of toxicity that has come out of purity culture. And it, it's the same thing. It's just cloaked in white linen, you know, like it, it's literally the same thing. The extreme opposite. Right. And that's the whole thing of like the scale. The goal is not to flip the scale the whole other way. You don't flip an empire on its head by flipping the scale the whole other way. All you do is create a new system that you have to tear down in the future. And I know a lot of people are like, well, this is just what males have been doing for the last decade. So now it's time for women exactly. to empower. And I'm like, okay, but that still is wrong. Right. Like, so you mean to say that toxic culture has been for decades and we have yet to fix it like this doesn't right, make like, sense yeah like two wrongs don't make a right no. you're not actually creating and, and the other thing is you're actually promoting the very industry because now basically what the song is saying is like i have what i want because some man is paying my credit cards because of what i can give him because of what i want in bed or whatever like because let's be honest the implication here is he wants this too and so he wants what you have and it is this this pull uh, push-pull dynamic to try to get more power basically off of your sexuality, not based on your own merit or your own ability outside of sexual, uh, I guess, lust or but desire. It's, it's behind the whole idea of sex sells. Yeah, and, and that's the thing is it may look like on the surface that she's fighting back against, and she may feel that way, honestly. Like, I don't know Cardi B. I don't know anything about Cardi B. Uh, I don't know, like, you know, all I've heard about is what Elaine's basically said. I don't really know much about her But it sounds like her upbringing was probably pretty freaking rough. Like, she's seen some stuff, you know, like she's been through some things. And she has a system in place in her mind that she feels like this is how you get ahead in life. And for her, it probably has been. And that's an even deeper rooted issue. And I think the issue we come across is we see it as, oh, it's freedom of expression. But it's freedom of expression, but the expression that is being made is expressed through a system that has held down a certain group of people, in this case, women or women of minority, even more so, and is causing more of the same, because by doing so, 
you're actually telling men that they're getting what they want if they mm-hmm. have the right kind of power or money or uh, you're getting what you want as long as you do this and that or even more so you're promoting that women are objectified in this and it's not like I understand if you enjoy certain aspects of your sexual relationships that's not the point the point is it goes deeper than that and it actually goes to a level of misogyny Mm -hmm. that is still by promoting these things that is still objectifying women and still feeding into the system the system is controlling what i mean by the system the music industry has been doing it for years uh you can see countless accounts of female artists who have been basically sold into sex within the music industry Mm -hmm. to keep them uh, I guess basically, like, if you want your song to ever be famous, you have to write these, these types of songs. Right, write these types of songs, do these types of acts toward people. Uh, it's all a power dynamic, and it's still a struggle. And yes, this may seem like a tipping of the scales the other way, and I understand some people feel that that is necessary. But inadvertently, when you rock the boat, for every reaction, there is an equal and opposite reaction. And so in some places we may say, well, this is the opposite reaction, right? Like they've rocked the boat so hard now it's, it's, it's an opposite. I agree. It really is an opposite reaction. It's still unstable ground. And that's what I'm trying to say is we all need to try to come together here and realize like, sure, it may be in her mind that she's fighting against this, but that's still not the ultimate goal. The ultimate goal is stability and it is, it is, which is really it's equality. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, and one, like you said, one wrong, like two wrongs don't make a right. And it's not a men have been dominating the charts and whatever industry. So now it's women's turn. Well, no, that it, it, it's equality. It's both. It's not either or. It's not women over men or men over women. It's men and women or women and men. Equality, however you want to say it. But the problem with this specific song, the problem with this specific culture is it teaches women both men and women, that women are only designed for sex and that is their only asset and or their best asset and that men only matter if they have power and money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. That's that's spot on. It literally is doing the exact same dynamic. If you want to revolutionize the music industry, start talking about women and their abilities beyond what someone else hands them or however they else, they, like whatever they use to manipulate the system to get that. And I mean, that's just, let's be honest, like this is, it's a product of broken people. Mm -hmm. It's all a product of more brokenness and go ahead. Well, and there's nothing wrong with exploring your sexuality and understanding that part of you. There's nothing wrong with that liberation. There's nothing wrong with being confident in who you are in your own body and all of that. But it goes so much deeper and it's more psychological than anything. And that is what we're instilling in these children. These children don't know the deeper level. They just see, oh, well, she's calling her woman area this weird name that for whatever reason we call it that. And it's talking about, oh, okay, cool. Like, and then you have kids saying, oh, I need a mop. Like, what are you? Like, these kids shouldn't even be thinking about that. No, and I don't think we even realize that. It's like, we we live in a time now where that line where what children have access to is kind of blurred. Now, I understand that like that's a, a double-edged sword because there's always things that are more inclined for adults mm-hmm. and it's the adult's responsibility though to yeah. to protect the children and like there's just this whole issue with that and then this opens up a whole other can of worms and if you want to get into this like we'll go down conspiracy lane here but it's not even a conspiracy anymore because in fact you have all this stuff with like 
the whole like child sex rings going off. You don't know what we're talking about. Just look it up. It's crazy mm-hmm. what is going on. And that's sex not, and labor trafficking. Yes, like the human trafficking issue going on right now, especially with like child mm-hmm. uh like sex trafficking and stuff. There's some serious stuff coming out about that with some seriously big political and uh media and global dominated names that like every one of us know and it's all coming out right about the same time there's a bunch of sexual stuff coming out about like you realize the sexual exploitation of toys over the years Mm -hmm. you realize (laughs) and now all of a sudden there's this whole other wave and i'm sorry like i this is like a hard line in the sand for me and hopefully anyone listening here can agree with this if not you're probably listening to the wrong show because we're probably a little too moderate for you it's not it's a moderate issue this is just like I'm sorry, this is, this should be common sense, but there is a whole other dynamic here of now we're trying to, there are, there are literally ad campaigns running right now on Facebook and other platforms saying that pedophilia is not a, it's a sexual orientation and it should be okay as long as it's consensual. The problem is children can't even consent to have sex. We live in a country where we just made the legal age to buy cigarettes 21, yet you and, you know, like the legal age for consent to be in pornography or anything is or 18 or anything. Is, like, you know, it's 21 and like, like all of these things, but they're being exposed to the very thing that they can't actually have access to. And they're being told now like, oh, if it's consensual, it's fine with an older man. Think of the predatory state. You have young hurt children who already like we already have issues with like broken families and stuff and all that. And now they're being told like if some creep stalks you like this is OK. All while all this stuff is coming out where a bunch of people of power are doing this. This isn't coincidental. And then this song is the number one song on the charts. And that you. song isn't talking about pedophilia. I want to no, go ahead and clear the but, air about that. Yeah. But like, it's just the sex culture in America or in the world right now is very manipulated. And if you don't realize that, like I'm, I'm trying to tell you, like we are using, you know, they say sex sells right now. Sex does more than sell. Yeah. Right now. Sex is used as a power play. And it's being used against us. And that is why, and just to kind of like back out of the conspiracy hole, because like I said, not even all of it's conspiracy. Like Epstein's Island's completely confirmed. Like this is in the news. Like this is all real. It really is happening. The child sex stream really is happening. And you know as good as well as I do, it goes deeper. We've seen flight records now. We've seen all this stuff. It goes deeper than it looks. And uh, this isn't a conservative or liberal thing. This is just, it's a common sense thing. Like it goes both both sides of the aisle. Like it's not a, a political thing or anything. It's just, it goes deep. And, like, let's be really clear here. Jesus was very specific about his kids. Mm -hmm. Okay? We want to talk spirituality for a second. Screw all of, like, our adult filters and stuff and what we're exposed to. We need to look at these spiritual, like, what's going on with kids right now. And if that doesn't burn you up, like, it it should. Well, and that verse about tying a millstone. Right. Around the neck to anyone who, like, does harm to a child or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, there's psychological harm. Like, you want to see broken people break children. You know, you want to see a world fall to pieces, it starts with those kids. And, like, that's a real thing. And it's not funny, and it's not worth playing games over. It's worth protecting. Kids are, sure, it's permissible to legalize uh, child, I don't know, what, pedophilia. That is permissible. Sure, we could do it. But that is not beneficial. Like, that is, that is a, that's, that's predatorial, Okay. That's just what a lot of the music industry is. It's predatorial. It's power because sex not only sells, it's not only a financial thing, but if sex sells, 
what does it sell for? It sells for money. And what is money? Money is power. It's all a power dynamic. And it's all a power pool to try to get you on their side. So all I'm asking you is to look deeper than swinging the pendulum all the way and to tie it back into the whole deconstruction thing outside of just this little bubble. I've watched this a lot lately with a deconstructionist mm -hmm. group with people who have been through church hurt, all of this. It's so easy to flip so far to the other side. But remember that somewhere in the middle lies the truth. It's always in the gray area. It's never on the extremes. If you're hanging out in the extremes, you're hanging out in the arid desert. Life lies in the in the heartland. It lies in the, you know, the fertile crescent. It lies in in somewhere in the gray area in between. And it is our jobs. It is our our ultimate uh I guess existence is to find God in those things. And that is to say, like, yes, there is toxic sex culture. Cardi B's new song ties into a lot of this toxicity even if it's stuff that she's been told was like how she needed to view things, even if this is how she feels she's taking her power back, you know, more power to her if she's like, she is honestly attempting to do good, but you can try to do the right thing and still have the wrong method. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't fault her as an individual because obviously like her life. Upbringing, if you've been taught these things. Right. Like this is, this is where she is. This is what she's had to do to be successful. And from the world's perspective, she's more successful than any of us, you know? And that's why I specifically stated in my video, this has nothing to do with Cardi B or Megan Thee Stallion, the other person that's on the song. This is, I, I wasn't attacking them specifically. I was attacking the toxic industry. Right. And it's not even just, and when we say industry, it's it's literally, it's, it's this thing that goes deeper and deeper than that. And so that's, that's the whole call here is just remember, not all things are beneficial despite their permissibility and to remember like the gray area is where the truth lies look for god in that is my encouragement to you and it's fine to have differing opinions and it's all of that but remember like just because something is done out of goodwill doesn't necessarily mean it is done to the right extent if it's done out of goodwill in the first place and there there really is a balance that we're trying to achieve Harmony is the natural state of godliness. Harmony is a natural state of existence. Disharmony is the epitome of sin. And to swing something too far back the other direction just is going to create yet another reaction. We keep rocking the boat. It's going to keep rocking. Are there going to be waves? Are there going to be tides back and forth? Yes. But the goal is to try to come to harmony. And the same could be said about so much. The same could be said about people in churches or like conservative Christianity and their war against masks. They're fighting what they think they know. Are they doing it right? No, they're not. They're just fighting against something wrongly. And that's still feeding into the wrong. Like you, you get what I'm saying? Like it, it goes every direction right now, but I just see a lot of disharmony in a time that was originally intended to be where people were supposed to come together. And there is something pulling the strings. You can call it Satan because that's what it is. It's a, it's a satanic mindset, a sin mindset. There's a lot of things going on behind the scenes right now, pulling the strings of our lives. And I'm just asking everyone to be aware, not aware of everything going on around you. Honestly, it's probably better off if we weren't mm -hmm. all plugged in all the time because then you couldn't Sometimes be fed all the bullcrap. <laughs> like all the BS that we're being fed all the time is what's doing this to us. I'm trying to tell you like, be in harmony with those around us. Take a moment to to just sit and observe the world around you. Realize you are alive in this moment, in this place. 
and don't allow so many of these divisive things to come in and drive your energy levels higher in a time that's already intentionally driving your energy levels higher. Like there is a satanic mindset that is trying to pull against us as individuals and it's pulling us out of harmony with God. And it's doing it on the hyper-conservative Christian side as much as it is us in the more deconstructive, more, uh, you know, more spiritually liberated side, if you want to call it that. And that's not us, guys. That's not our group of people. We are the group of people that love. The whole goal of Christ is to love despite, love beyond, to love yes and, not no but. It's yes and. And I, I, it's just what I have. We love you guys. Be brave. Be bold. Be reckless. We'll, we'll talk, talk soon. soon.